Greetings and welcome to the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. If you're new to the show, this is a long-form podcast where I sit down with guests and we just have a conversation. Now, these conversations are not scripted. They are raw and real. There's no editing. So wherever they go, they go. So hopefully you guys will enjoy the conversations as much as I know that I will. This episode is brought to us by Mike the Strongman. Are you tired of getting your training and nutrition advice from someone with only a weekend certification? Then perhaps it's time to turn to someone with over 15 years of research-based experience. Mike the Strongman can help you with all your training and nutrition needs. Mike has a proven track record of getting results with his clients. Visit MikeTheStrongMan.com for more information or email Mike at MikeTheStrongMan at gmail.com if you're ready to take your performance to the next level. This episode is also brought to us by the Healthiest You Chiropractic Center. The Healthiest You Chiropractic Center in Strongsville, Ohio is dedicated to giving their patient community the highest level of healthcare. Their doctors have been trained on the newest and most innovative styles of chiropractic and rehabilitative treatments. From back pain to ankle strains, the Healthiest You has remedies for a variety of injuries. Are you looking to perform better in life and activity? Their team takes a wellness-based approach on health rather than only focusing on symptoms such as pain. Call 440-238-3338 or email them at thychiro, that's T-H-Y-C-H-I-R-O, at gmail.com for questions about becoming a patient. Now is a better time than ever to become the healthiest you. And last but not least, this episode is brought to us by CrossFit Strongsville. CrossFit Strongsville is a place where everyday people become heroes every day. Through qualified coaching, challenging yet modifiable exercise programming, and a supportive community unlike any other, members find a way to break through personal barriers physically, mentally, and emotionally. No matter what level you're at, from the very beginner to the elite, you'll find you receive great service from the moment you walk through the door, and we promise it will be one of the best hours of your day. Check out CrossFitStrongsville.com for more information and to sign up for a free one-on-one consultation with the owner, a 12-year veteran of the fitness and therapy fields. Okay, folks, we have a special treat for you today. Two of our favorite guests are with us, and these two have been my biggest supporters of the podcast, and we all decided to come on together to talk about a topic that most people would want to avoid. Today, we're going to talk about white privilege. This is the big topic that a lot of people are talking about, and we wanted to get in and talk about our perspectives on the subject. I definitely had a great time during our conversation, and I hope that you guys will enjoy it as much as I know that I did. So sit back, strap in, and enjoy our conversation. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Hess, and today we have back with us two of our favorite guests, Mr. Andrew Hoffman. Andrew, how are we doing? Doing great, Matt. And Mr. Jake Bible. Jake, how are we doing? I'm wonderful. Good morning. Now, Andrew was on the podcast with episodes number 5, 9, and 24, so if you want to hear more from Andrew, go back to those. Yes. And Jake has been on the podcast for numbers 10, 14, and 23, so if you want more background on them, you can obviously go back to those. Now, Jake reached out to me not too long ago and said that there was something he wanted to cover on the podcast, and we've been trying to get the three of us together, because Jake wanted to do a podcast with Andrew, and... We just haven't been able to make it all work, and that's fine. Schedules happen. (laughs) So we finally got together, and something that Jake wanted to talk about was something he's been thinking about writing for the paper, which is white privilege. Now, Jake, what brought you into that kind of idea? I hear people 
not talk about certain things, and that's one of the big ones. And it's something that bothers me. If somebody calls me privileged in any sense, it offends me a little bit, I guess. But I don't get offended on things normally. People don't talk about this ever. And then you say, oh, is there white privilege? They go, yes. And they just instantly attack you. Yeah, it almost seems like they're trying to trump you and say, yeah. oh, you can't say this yeah. because cause you're white. Yeah, oh, my God. I did not just say I hate black people. I asked a question, is there white privilege? And give me your thoughts. I want people's opinions so that I have these opinions so I can write in the paper in the opinion section with my opinion and others' opinions combined. That's how it all started. And it just blew up from there. So exactly. I want to know more about people's thoughts. So. And Andrew, what are, what are some of your thoughts on that? Um, well, um, obviously I'm here because I love doing the podcast and uh, and I uh, love our conversations. I love Jake's podcast as well. Um, I think that uh, um, when uh, when I was when I heard the idea of um, you know a little collaboration regarding the topic, I was excited for a couple reasons. One was to find out where you guys stand because you know I know you guys, I know Matt pretty well. Jake, I've met a couple times. Um, but you know, I think I might have a good idea where you guys stand, but I think it's always good to kind of get the nuances of what you guys think. And also I think you might be, you know, surprised to hear where I come out on this. Um, because I think, you know, one thing you're, you'll find out about me is, um, I, t- I don't really tend to walk, um, in a, uh, in a straight path necessarily when it comes to, you know, my social, um, politics, so I think there's going to be a lot we agree on here, and I think there's going to be some stuff that we disagree on. And as, as we should, these are yeah. complex problems. Absolutely, I think it's going to be uh, a great conversation. And like like Jake said, um, this is one of those things that people like to get on social media and media on and fire off sniper shots at people. But when it comes to a face to face conversation, it seems like nobody wants to you know sit down with a peer and have that conversation um, and look somebody in the eye. And explain your, your, your viewpoint and, and, and listen to somebody else's. So I'm excited to do that. Unfortunately, I think a lot of people are just trying to win the internet. You know, get like this crazy yes. tweet, something offensive. I've done it many times. Yeah, something I have many <laughs> victories on the internet. But, but a lot of people do. That's kind of how yeah. the internet works and social media and all yeah. those kind of things, which is why I think there are horrible venues in lots of different reasons. That's a whole separate topic that I've mm-hmm. talked about plenty of times. I know you and I have gotten a couple of rants about that one. But th- these are just tough topics that a lot of people don't have their own opinions on. They have what right. they may have maybe heard in the news or on social media or podcasts, whatever they listen to, and they just regurgitate that information. Instead of thinking about them themselves, they just spout these things off like they're true. And they're it's not. easy to do. There's, yeah. They're it's, it's, just it's, yeah. opinions. It's no different than people that get on Facebook and just post you know, meme after meme of you know, inspirational. Yeah, but a lot of that's also the confirmation mean, bias. They're looking for things that they're already excited yeah, about. Like, oh, just, I believe this, and they throw but it it's, out there. It's, and... it's all, it's just basically like, here, let me regurgitate somebody else's idea yeah. so, you know, I can tell people, hey, this is something that I think. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, I can look, I can find that stuff, you know, in the card section at a store. I don't, if I'm following you on social media, I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I don't right. So anyway, this and is- again, that's one of the reasons why we're here today. Now, to preface this, we're obviously not experts. <laughs> this is just our opinion. All that kind of bullshit for the lawyers. We're close say. though. But we're right on the cover. Right on the that being, With that being said, I know they have the intellectual dark web and all this, that, and the other. We are. I call myself a common folk. Would you call me in the, the one of the first podcasts? I, I like to call you blue collar, blue collar proud. proud, and I love that. How many people out there feel the same exact way, or people that might listen to this feel the same exact way? We're not celebrities, we're not Joe Rogan, and all this and that. But like you guys are saying, with winning the internet, the podcast that I heard with him and Jordan Hate not too long ago, and I bought his book, 
he talks about that where instead of people just trying to win arguments or win the internet or all this stuff, why don't we have a conversation? Yes. And that's what we've talked about yes. many, 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 many times. And, that, and that's all we're here to do. So yeah. we're, we're three white guys Perfect. sitting around in a corner, yeah. <laughs> a circle, right. getting ready to talk about Who white better privilege. to have a conversation about white privilege and a bunch of white guys? <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best thing about the Facebook and the, the social media and all that, that's why I threw that out there. And that's why I asked the question, your thoughts, white privilege, three, two, one, go, waiting. Nobody talks about it. Nobody jumped on there. It's the same one or two people that always get offended about everything and always got an opinion. Nobody gave me, I wanted some bias. I wanted, the one good thing that I got was one of my uh, teachers, the lady that runs the Medina Leadership that let's, I'm in. Let's, let's hold on for just a second. Let, let's backtrack okay, a little bit Sorry, here. sorry. Yeah, we're getting now, excited here. Yeah, that's okay. Because <laughs> this is a good thing. That's why we're yeah. here. It's why we decided to record. Stick to the notes. Right. <laughs> this is why we're not just at a bar over a beer having a conversation. This is why we're sitting down and recording this for everyone else. Mercy but so when you were thinking about writing this article for the paper, you, yep. you sat down with people, whether it be at the bar, at work, in no numerous different places. Yep. And like, wh what did you do and why did you do that? Okay. First thing I would say is what is your thoughts on white privilege? Just to get quotes from people or see where their mindset is. Second thing I did was kind of looked up research myself, watched some videos on YouTube. I wanted opinions. I, again, we talked about it before. I love people. I love listening to other people's opinions. I listen to talk radio all day long. It's all opinions. I write in the article, the opinion section. I read what people write back to me or other people. I want to know these things and then talk about it so other people know these things. Again, we've discussed this before. This is how we learn shit. Yes. Mm -hmm. Why are we not talking anymore? We just ignore it and just get all, ah! That's not how this works. Exactly. We have to ask questions. We have to have discussions with each other. We just have to talk. So when you, the people that responded to this uh, question, or are these people that um, are like, have you already engaged these people priorly so they kind of know where you're coming from here? Because when you're saying, you know, people are instantly getting offended, I'm assuming it's because you've had these discussions or tried to have these discussions. Or it's the, the same people that get offended about every little thing. Okay. That's some gotcha. are family and friends. Yeah. Again, my Facebook is family, friends, coworkers, mm -hmm. anybody that's on there that can so it's, see it's my posts. It's a good mix of people yeah. from different um, cultures. And yeah. Parts all of the people that I'm friends with now from a leadership group, which is, which is like they're professional leaders and stuff. They're, they don't want to say things on social media, but that's why I put it on my Facebook. It's yeah, on Facebook. Because you're not afraid to get the backlash. Right. Now, it can now, be deleted. That's fine. Now, 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 real quickly, for people who haven't listened to like some of your previous episodes, yeah. what, what's the leadership real quickly? Uh, I went through Medina Leadership Emerging Leaders a couple of years ago, and it's just something for young professionals in Medina. Some people's work throw them kind of in that direction. Hey, you should go take this. It's good for your career. I found it online. Um uh, when I first started at my, my job, they sent us to Pennsylvania for a leadership class. It was for all the, the managers or the um, uh, group leaders for training. You know, they want people to be good leaders. They don't want just shitty managers, even though that still happens a lot at work. If you ask any of my coworkers, they would most likely agree. But the leadership thing got me – I'm excited about that. You know, you do the strength finders, do the Myers-Briggs test. You find out all these things about yourself, stuff I didn't even really think about before that now I'm like, damn, that is me. Yeah, and, and a lot of people take a lot of these kind of classes, and they go around to – I know there's there's Leadership Ohio. Yeah. And there's, there's different places that go all over the state, and they go see, you know, 
like landmarks and things like that. And a lot yeah. of people who are trying to get into politics will take that. So they can start to network and do those kind of things. Right. So those kind of people are never normally going to give you their actual opinion because right. they're always playing the pol- political bullshit. But that's why I'm the outlier because I'm not trying to get into politics. Yeah. I've seen how they re- – again, I know it was just brought up the other day. A guy's yearbook from 19-whatever. I don't even care how long ago it was. He, was, he did some shit. Yeah. I don't care about that stuff. I don't need to dig 70 years into somebody's past because, you know, these career politicians are 90 when they're in there and find what little shitty thing did they do. I hate that. I don't want to do that because then guess what? They're going to try to ruin my life and everybody's life around me. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to be a man of the people, talk to the people, have discussions with people, get my voice out there, but not run politics. I don't have to worry about it affecting my job. If I say something on my Facebook, it's my Facebook. If you don't like it, tell me. I'll take it down. I mean, the the just the the pom- pompousness and yeah. like almost the audacity of these people to you know go back and you know dig stuff up from forty years ago or just like the people that dug through all of Kevin Hart's tweets yeah. to find something to get him to cancel off the Oscars. I mean, it's like just the audacity of the uh, and the and the just blatant hypocrisy of these people to think that they are uh, somehow so much that they are the bringer of light to the people to expose these people like they have nothing dirty yeah. to hide. Well, what's worse is like, that most of these people are worthless break. pieces of shit. Just give yeah. me a break. I, I, I honestly feel like if you've gone through somebody's past, you know, yearbooks or so, unless it's, you know, somebody who's killed somebody and you're trying to find out about their past but like if you're trying to discredit people based on something they did 40 years ago i mean to put it politely sincerely go fuck yourself i mean it's (laughs) it's it's just it's the it's the lowest scummiest thing i could possibly think and this and we're talking about a democratic governor somebody that uh you know had just more recently signed off on this or supported this uh they want to call it this infant side bill but we're, we're not gonna get off on that tangent Anyway, so, so 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 it's basically somebody that I wouldn't generally support, and yet if, if, if this guy has to resign over something that he did in 1980, do you know what the fuck was going on in 1980? And most of these people that are are trying to string this guy up weren't even they were barely they weren't even alive or they were 10 years old, dude. In the 1980, things were it was fucking loose back then. Like I remember, I I, I went on Halloween, my neighbor dressed up as Steve Urkel. Put shoe polish all over his face. He's probably ten years old. And do, do you think nobody we, gave a do, shit? Do you think we were right. ta- thinking racism? Yeah. And that was back in like '92, probably. Nobody was fucking. Nobody was thinking racism back then. And yet, God forbid, if I ever run for president, which I most likely will, <laughs> and and it comes out that I trigger treated with a kid who went as Steve Urkel, man, go fuck yourself, please, yeah. sincerely. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it's usually a lot of people who've never done anything in their own lives. And they want to bring down everybody else because they're fucking useless. Matt, but what's, I, what's I don't worse have is, the words for them. What, what's really worse don't. is like they think they're actually doing a good thing. It's like you're being like a blight and on the society. Scum, like, the scum of the earth. Yeah, but like, yet we've got politicians the and these leaders, quote unquote, that are just well, fucking stop, breaking stop. the law. They're not our leaders. Right. Okay. They're, they're, that's Yeah. <clears throat> that's quote unquote here. That's why I said the, the people that are in this position that – these same people that want to tear someone down from whatever happened in the 80s aren't even doing their fucking job and finding all the criminal bullshit these people are doing right now. Yeah. We can watch it on C-SPAN. We can see it on YouTube. We can watch it on the news, listen to it on the radio. Go fuck with them. 
leave this person alone from the 80s. It's 2019. But it's the outrage culture, and they want to feel yeah. like they've done something good in their lives. And it's like, no, I go mean, out and get a platform. We, we have, have people listen we to have, you. Not only have we put people in office, I mean, we have celebrated politicians, cough, cough, Obama, who dropped 26,000 bombs in the last year of his presidency in the Middle East. We have celebrated that man, and yet we are going to shit ourselves over a little 1980s blackface, and yet we're going every time Obama pops up on social media or whatever, it's you know Greatest a bunch, of, a bunch of Yas Queen and all yeah. that. I mean, you know, it's like like are we? We're, we're, it's it's a joke, man. It's I I don't know how to how to say it other than it's a complete. It's just a complete lack of. Uh, it, it, it's a complete lack of, of, of self-awareness as a species to, to just be that willingly stupid. Yeah, but again, like these people think they're actually doing the right thing, which is the scary part. So it's like they're afraid to tackle things in the in the current because then yeah. they have to then they'll have to to Do accept some research. They'll have to research. They'll have to yeah. debate. They'll have to. What's what's worse about that is they'd actually have to have their own fucking opinion. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of just regurgitating yeah. shit like they always do mm-hmm. about about everything. It's like people think for yourselves. It's okay to like these are tough controversial topics. It's okay to go against the norm. You know, on on either side of the political genre here, right or left, right. it doesn't matter. You know, there's we're supposed to meet somewhere in the middle. That's the whole idea of politics. You know, I like, mean, I I don't like to throw around the term fake news because both sides use it to discredit whatever they don't like. Well, it's it's not but so much fake as just it's fun in a way. Reporting, yes, reporting the way it, reporting, at least in my jaded mind, maybe at least the way I recall reporting, it, that, that is dead now. Now it's you know now every single piece, whether even if it's an Associated Press headline, is has bias in it, and and. One side or the other just laps it up, depending on you know who it's condemning at the time. And it's uh, if you, if you're looking for actual reporting now, you you're gonna pretty much just have to read um, as much as you can and use your brain and come to your own conclusion because that's yep. the only way you're gonna uh, get any satisfactory answer. I but mean, that's supposed to be the idea. Okay, take for example, okay, this story about the kids in Washington with a Native American man. Okay, now I'm. Not not to get into what happened because it like like I said, depending on on, on what you on what you want to believe, that's what you're going to believe happened. But like that story shifted 180 degrees so quickly that it just made it, it just made an, an entire sect of people look absolutely ridiculous. And it's like the and this in the exact same um, type of jump jump to conclusions reporting we could possibly be seeing here with this. Um, you know, this case of this guy that got beat in Chicago, where now all of a sudden, you know, things aren't matching up to, to the original story. And um, there comes a point, it's like, how do you believe anything? How do you, how do you feel, how do you feel, get staunch feelings on any topic when you can read it and see your opinion affirmed and then discredited, you know, in the same paragraph sometimes or in two different comments, two different replies, um, one of total affirmation and one of total disregard. The, the only way to do it is to try to come up with your own conclusions. And unfortunately, I mean, most people are either too busy or too distracted. Um, well, people aren't that busy because they're wasting time on you social, know, social media, media well, video games. watching yeah, Netflix. I mean, you know, and some people, they're just, they're just aloof. You know, it's just they have better things in their, you know, to do with their time than to get to the bottom of a story that ultimately doesn't concern them. And, you know, you can't hate people for that. 
But if that's who you want to be, I think I said in the last podcast, you know, if that's if that's the type of person you are, which is fine, then just kind of stay in that lane. Yeah, then you don't get you know, to. It's like not in voting and bitching about it. Like I told my mother, yeah. if you're not voting, mom, then start voting so you can start bitching about it. And guess what <laughs> she does now? She's back on the voting and everything, yeah. but she's pissed because she re-registered and she got all this shit for jury duty. So now she's really mad. Yeah, so that's, that's the <laughs> fun yeah. part about it. Jury duty is a big responsibility, and this should not be taken lightly. Just like and all of us. I, I got selected a couple of years ago, and I was excited. Yeah. Because like this is my duty to society you're I'm, american I'm, i am more than happy to yeah. sit down and take it seriously and, and really do my job but that ties jerk. right into the politicians and stuff too isn't it jury duty do your thing and just go home and, and, and go on with your life yeah go up get into your position that you were elected to do your job and get the hell out I don't stand there for was, 30 years yeah i always I was thought jury duty was it's always something I've looked forward to. I've it's, got it's a responsibility. Yeah, I got out of work for one. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been, I've been summoned a few times, but I've never yeah. been selected. I, I guess. Selected. Yeah. So, and that, but that's I've always what, wanted to be. That's what happened to me is I got the notice that I was on call and I had to call in to yeah. see if I had to yeah. go in because I, yep. I live in a small community, mm-hmm. so there's usually not a court case. They didn't take it to trial. Exactly. So, so, get, so yeah. I, I called yep. in. I didn't have to report, so I just went to work. Yep. And a couple months later, I actually got another notice in the mail and i told my boss hey i got selected for jury duty he's like dude you just were on that a couple months ago yeah you don't have to go so i called in and told them but i shouldn't have because i didn't have to take off of work right. i i wanted to go in so i should have i i because I, I called Excuse in and me. told them hey i was selected a few months ago it's no big deal like oh well, we'll take you off the list it's right. no problem like well i don't want you to no we will because you got selected before don't worry i'm like shit i i should have said anything yeah. it was my yeah. it was my fault like Damn it, I wanted to go. But this this all boils back to the same kind of problem is no one wants to have these conversations. Right. You know, so what are some of the things that you would found out from people when you ask them, Hey, tell me about white privilege and go. Well yeah. some of the some of the quotes that I do have wrote down, which is one that I got I've heard this multiple times, family, friends or coworkers. When I hear it at work, I just kinda like look at them, smile and like that's interesting. We well, have to be careful know. at work because some of them are just right. Gonna it's at work shoot the for shit, one. They're going to try to offend you, and it's okay. It's at work for one, but when they walk up to you and go, "Yes, there is white privilege," and then they say, "So and so in the office or whatever, he's one of those." I grew up poor. I didn't have much. I had to work for everything else. I'm not privileged at all. People, and you can't take his side of the story on that. Maybe he has had to work for everything. Maybe he had a single mother. You know, whatever you had to do everything for. You had to watch your kid brother and babysit him when your parents were out. Like all this shit that. You were not privileged on that maybe two parent households had or whatever the stats are. The word privilege really pisses people off when you throw it at them. Yeah, can we? Um, if there's no racism involved in that person. Why are you throwing white privilege at him as a whole just because of that? What do you say? Call out culture and that group bias bullshit. Yeah. Why do we have to throw that at people? I get there might be little things, but don't select every single person you see that might be white and say, here you go. You racist son well, of a bitch. Let me ask you this though, because I'm curious, and I'm glad that we actually, you actually got to that in the, like the first comment. Well, that was my last one because it's oh, my favorite, okay. but I hate when people say that. Well, shit, so. let me, yeah, if I wouldn't mind, like, um, I want to hear your guys' thoughts. Like, what is your thought, Matt? I guess on that, um, I guess that idea that uh, white privilege doesn't exist because you know, don't tell that to a white person who grew up with a single mom in a trailer, you know, with no money on food stamps. What's your thought about that? <sighs> So we're just going to go into the whole, like, my thought of white privilege well, I mean, in general. Like, I'm, I'm thinking, jump in doesn't it, I think it makes sense to do it up front as opposed to, you know, talking I mean, about everybody th- else's and then getting well, into our well, own. I, I, I mean, just some quotes, the yeah. short ones. Check your privilege. Plain out you're white. You must be privileged. Black people can't be racist because, you know, racism is in a position of power being white people because there's no black okay. people in power. They're president or anything like last couple of years. You we know, whatever. To get into. So, I mean, 
Hillary Clinton saying we as white people need to recognize our privilege. All this kind of shit. Those are just certain no, quotes. Wait, stop, and stop. You can stop with Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Fuck that right, person. Right. I wrote F you after she will took it only out, so. ever say what she thinks will get her vote. Right, but it's these are just never her opinion. These She's are just quotes politician. that I found online and whatnot. No, I, I get know, it, like, but that's rubbish. We can throw that one. Out I also right love now. ESPN. Anybody else that watches sports, I know you're the sports guy and the you pay attention to this stuff, yeah, but I you also to. like sports. You're on the Twitter and all that stuff. Did you see the thing a few years back with RG3 and Rob Parker from ESPN? With RG3 and Rob I don't think so. I want to find out more about him. This is something along the lines he was saying. Like, who? RG3, why? Well, because I want to know if he's a real brother or a cornball brother. And they're like, oh, okay. All the, all the rest of the commentators are like, what does that mean? Like, they're backing away from it. Like, what the hell? And he says, well... He's got a white fiance and he votes Republican and he leans a little bit conservative, all this shit. And he ended up getting fired. Yeah. You can't say that shit. But then he's like, oh, he's not really down with the cause, you know? And he's like, all that, he's listing I his think we've reasons got, I think as. We've got three things right now. Yeah. Right now that we, that we should probably tackle individually. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't want to, I mean, we can just, we can just branch that's into a, everything. That's we a just waterfall need to, of yeah. topic right but there. Those are just quotes and shit that I've, I've heard yeah. from work or I saw online or I, I found or whatever. It's just. All these things just, oh. So it gets you mad. So so answer your question first, Andy, is that you ask me what kind of what my thoughts are on this whole white privilege thing or. Specifically that person's comment about, you know, of somebody who grew up, you know, in poverty. How does that relate well, to for, white Well, first of all, we have privilege. to, you know, define like what is poverty, right? I mean, well, so it's like. Anybody here in, in yeah, the states, you know what we're, t- like, we're, like, we're poverty is almost irrelevant because like most of the world lives on what less we're than talking like about amongst, a day. amongst our peers. No, I get it. Yeah. So like so amongst our people, yeah. like here in the U.S., like where we're incredibly privileged, just, just your, to have been bored like on this patch of dirt. Like it's not, it's not of, even fucking. When you fair. think of white trash, when that when you think of white trash, what comes to mind? It's those those people who would say there is no white privilege. Look at my life. How do you respond to that? I, I, I don't believe in that because, I mean, I, I say this all the time and a lot of people look at me funny and they kind of tilt their head crooked like, like a dog looks <laughs> like you when you tell it what to do. Like, huh? What do you mean? I don't understand. It's like, I believe that we're all the same. Okay. I believe that there's no difference. And I, I believe that, you know, we're, I, I've said this to friends and they always look at me funny. It's like, we're all more the same than we are different. And people look at me like, oh, that's strange. That's crazy. They believe this and they believe that or their color, their skin or where they were born and what they, what their religion is and this kind of stuff. Like, no, that's all irrelevant. Like, that's all just a matter of fact of where they were born. Yeah, but you're, you're saying people should be equal, but people are not equal. Well, if people don't perceive themselves as equal. It doesn't mean that they aren't. Because well, like, in, in yeah. my opinion, like we are all souls that are stuck in this fucking meat vehicle through this this plane of existence, okay? Because I don't believe the fact that somebody is a different color than I am or that they're a different religion than I believe in, which I don't really believe in organized religion. I've talked about that numerous times. It's I think that we're all just stuck like in this realm of existence and we're trying to just kind of float so our you way don't, through it. So basically you don't subscribe to the, the notion of white privilege. I, I think it's ridiculous as a whole. Now, do I believe that some people believe it? Absolutely. I so mean, what would you say to a person of, of color who wanted to engage you on your thoughts? Because obviously you wouldn't just say, well, it's, I, don't, I don't believe in it, so I don't, I'm not going to engage in the, in the discussion. Well, you would discuss it. With absolutely. Yeah. And, and they have valid points because some people are fucking assholes. Right. Like I, I have a friend who I used to work with, right? Like a, a black gentleman, and he was a good friend of mine. I love that man to death. 
And he would get pulled over in the suburb of Cleveland that we used to work in just because he was black. Driving That's while it. Black, yeah. he, I mean, yeah. Seriously, he would be changing and going to the gym at lunch because he had to go home and do a second job to take care of his family because his wife stayed home because she wanted to raise their children. Right. And he was out busting his ass, working two, three, whatever jobs it took. Doesn't matter. He's out hustling, doing his thing. I love that man to death. And and he would get pulled over on the way to the gym, like his only free time during yeah. the day, essentially, because, oh, will you match the, subscri- uh, the description of somebody who broke into this place down the street? It was bullshit. They pulled him over because he's fucking black and they're looking for drugs. Right. And, so there's human bias in there. They are absolutely profiling him, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ludicrous. Humans are biased. That's yeah. what we do. And there's and there's all kinds of stuff like that happening, and, and it's absolutely ridiculous. We might not think we're doing it. We do. So there's a test out there that Harvard had, and that actually got sent to me on the link on Facebook from one of the ladies in leadership. That's how this all got started, I guess. She sent the thing that said, this is a Harvard study. Take it and see what you feel. And it said I was moderately leaning towards white people because I, I took longer to click the black people when I was connecting it with a, a good word or something like that. You have to take the test. It's on the link on Facebook. If you want, I can send it to you guys. So it's actually good if you've never done it. It's kind of stupid, but they put up a, a black face or a white face with a good word or a bad word, and you have to associate it and put it in the box and separate it. So sometimes you can take the test and get one result, and sometimes you can get the other. So it's really not 100%, but it'll show maybe you maybe you leaned one way or the other because, like, oh, I didn't really know that about myself. Well, I would think if there's any, if there's any black person in the world that leans white and any white person that leans black, then they're just playing the test because right. everybody is going to you know about it relate to the... Type what do you know to who they yeah. how who they exist as yeah you know so but uh so anyway jake where do you kind of come off on that then i mean are you kind of in the same boat as matt i'm or, or i mean are you kind of i don't more... like the term of it okay i don't like group the the group bias if you yeah. listen to jordan peterson say that he hates that he was on joe rogan i think talking about that or something but i think it's again just like everything else We've got to moderate and look at everybody's individual story. If I sit down with a black man or a black woman and they tell me the stories like that, where they got pulled over because all this, then guess what? I've heard it. I've heard it from their mouth. They've talked about it. I can't deny it. Well, what's what's better about that though is, is like like my friend is a great example. Like he can look at me and say, "Hey, you have white privilege, right? Because you don't get fucking pulled over at work, but just by driving down to the gym or to grab lunch." Don't give me you have white privilege because I had my hoodie on at work. The example was here. Pull your hoodie up. I'm looking at you in the face. Okay, you're alive, yeah. And he spun me around and said, "Bam, you're dead." Don't give me that as your fucking example. That's yeah. That's that's a cop out. Yeah, that's, that's again, ridiculous. The cop out quotes and the cop out answers that people give after they say everyone's got white privilege, this white, and then that's what they use. That's what pisses me off. If you give me a logical discussion or a debate, you sit down and you tell me why that individual has been through it or gone through whatever example of the the white privilege factor there. Okay. Don't give me the, oh, you had a hoodie up, you got shot in the back. Because this dude walks around with a hood on all day and he's black and nobody's shooting him at work. So, okay. <clears throat> don't give me that as your example. Well, it's, it's not an example. That, right. That's a cop Don't out. use the cop out. That's give me Give me a logical reason why. Yeah. But and then it, I will listen. But it'd be absolutely ludicrous to think that, you know, <clears throat> people that are white don't have a leg up against, you know, people well, of yeah, color. Let me just, I'll kind of just say, because my, my, my stance on the, on the issue pretty much as a whole is really can be summed up with a quote I actually heard a couple of years ago. And for some reason, cause I, I kind of, um, you know, for a while I was of the opinion that white privilege is, you know, it's, it's a, it's a made up the myth. Something, yeah. yeah. It's a made up, you know, but you know, as I, as I started to kind of like understand more about, you know, why it was an issue, 
I, I, I heard a quote that just really rang true to me, and it was, you know, white privilege doesn't mean that you're not going to experience hardship. It doesn't mean you're not going to be poor. It doesn't mean that horrible things are gonna, aren't going to happen to you. What it does mean is those things aren't going to happen to you because of your skin color. All those terrible things, you being poor and destitute, you're not going to be poor because you're white. And, um, or, you know, you're not going to be, um, you have no, like in like the topic you brought up, um, I have, if I get pulled over by a police officer, I have no fear whatsoever that I'm going to be able to drive home from that encounter. Whether I was speeding, whether I hit somebody on, on the road, whether I'm road raging, whatever. If, I, if a cop pulls me over, I don't have any fear at all that I am going to survive that encounter. Um, How much of that is also from your upbringing? Well, just I'm curious. I, I've listened to, I've listened to some I mean, of these black guys that are conservative say, my father told me if that happens, hand 10, hand 2. Yeah, of course. Be polite and respectful. Yeah. That's how I was raised. And I'm white. Yeah, I, well, I mean. Holy shit. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I've. I've been respectful when i've been pulled over i was i've been very disrespectful when pulled right. over in the past right. when i was younger um but I, I think to say that white privilege doesn't exist or it's made up the way i used to think i think that i think that is a cop-out i think that's refusing to engage in a in a real tough topic now when you want to get into well how do we uh get rid of uh, of white privilege or you know how do we um overcome it well we can have all the the, the, the the talks and YouTube videos and podcasts in the world we want on that. We can elect whoever we want. That 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 hole is dug. We're already in it. There's right. there is uh, in, until civilization is torn down and rebuilt. There is no. There's not going to be any overcoming the um, racial separation. In this, I, I don't in, know if I agree with that it, because I think people well, can change, but people mm-hmm. have to choose to change for themselves for it's, the right yeah, reasons. They're not going to do it because they're guilted by somebody who says something on fucking social media. It's it's if you can see where we're going right now, we're going we're getting we're at a part right now where we're the most technologically advanced we've ever been and yet we are we are separating. separating. Yeah. We're going away from each other instead of coming together. So as technology <laughs> and our um everything a lot of times people think well all this progress is going to lead to unity well it only leads to unity in a struggle the the, the progressive promise is a lie progressive policy is a lie none of this stuff is going to bring us together you can see where what's happening right now i mean we are and and i don't care that a republican is in the white house we live in a progressive society i mean and a lot of everything's great and and, and a lot of it i think a lot of it is uh it, it has been beneficial i think that there are um you know for there are Excellent government programs out there for people that need them. Um, there are a lot of waste, but there are some good ones. There, um, you know, uh, there's been strides made as far as you know, gay marriage. Which, even though, of course, as you guys probably know, you know, I'm a, I'm a been a been a lifelong Christian, but still, I feel like when you're talking about gay marriage, I'm 100 percent for it. I don't think any human should be denied um, the right of any other human of based on not. a man-made law. So I I think that in, in some places, you know, progressive policy has advanced us, but, but also. I mean, it, it also brings with it a, a lot of absolute lunacy and, and um, you know, when they want to talk about Christians rejecting science, I mean, we, I mean, Christians are looking like freaking uh, Stephen Hawking compared to some of these liberals and what they're trying to, you know, these progressive, uh, new progressive minds and what they're trying to do with science, with established science. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. So I, I think that the promise of this progressive utopia is an absolute 
when lie. You, when you do just, everything in the name of progress, it's not always good. When you do it, it in the name of common sense, it's usually good. Yeah, I mean, we are we are progressing. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. We are progressing towards you know not a, common sense. Yeah, a you know turning this place into a glass parking lot, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you kind of skipped over the quote. So, what quote were you talking about? Oh no, I, I said the yes. quote. It was um, you know that. White privilege doesn't mean that you're not going to suffer. It means that when you do suffer, it's not going to be because of your skin color. Okay, I got you. So, and yeah. that's like that's like the word privilege itself. I mean, again, I was uh, spending exactly. hours doing doing the the research and looking up white and black people on white privilege. I was listening to different examples from everybody, different quotes from people. I found the Charlemagne the God. His book is called Black Privilege, but he also writes about how. Privilege is a set of advantages granted to a certain community, but it also means an honor to be, and he takes pride in that. Why can't I do that as a white man? Oh, because now they're turning everything to where everyone should be afraid of the white man, so then if I do that, just like Morgan Freeman said, he doesn't want Black History Month. He doesn't want White History Month. Do you want that? I don't. No, it's it's yeah. ludicrous. Like, why can't we just all be people? And he said, "You're an American. I'm an are. American. I know you as this well, name. You know I, me I as this name." I think that's easy. Like, for, if you, if you look at like the history and why there is a racial divide. I think white, of course, white people don't want Black History Month because they're like, they, you know, they're like, hey, let's all be, we, we want to be together. But guess what? That's like being the abusive husband, and then after you beat the shit out of your wife, going over to her and trying to make up with her, and then getting mad when she doesn't right. want to make up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I can understand Get where that. black people want their own TV channels in History Month because it's like, you just got done beating the shit out of me. I'm gonna do my own thing. Yeah, you but know? it was 200 years ago. Well, yeah. not not really because I well, know I get that. Two hundred years in the scheme of humanity is a yeah, shade. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, but it's nothing. Yeah. Because what was but the sixties weren't that long ago. Yeah, but so, the, I mean, the abolition of slavery. When you look was at what? the history of humanity. Right. Slavery and and right now right, is going to yeah. be like you know it's going to be no separation when you look at the scope of humanity. When right. We're all right. Slavery was abolished here in America, yeah. in the United States, in eighteen sixty five. Yeah. That was 154 years ago. Right, but there was still that's, shit going on until the that's 60s. That's like two and... of my grandmas. That's it. Like, right. That's that's nothing. And this is ludicrous. But look at the jump we've made from the 60s till now. Again, like we said before, it's a great time to be alive in this country. And people are making it like it's the worst time to be alive in this country. I don't understand that. Well, I mean, I, I think it depends on... You're not getting segregated to this water fountain or that water fountain or that part of the bus or this part of the bus or whatever. You can't come to this person's restaurant, all this shit... People are making it like it's worse now. Well, let, let's talk about that. And I like, hate that. There's, there's a lot of circles that I run in. People talk about like the founding fathers. And we need to go back to 1776 and what they talked about. And all men are created equal and yada, yada, yada. We've learned a lot well, hold since on. then. Hold on. Like the real problem with that is, is the fact that we've got successful, wealthy white men yeah. who sat down and decided that only successful, wealthy white men have rights and privileges. Women don't, black people right. don't, Hispanics don't. Like nobody else does except for like white Anglo-Saxon males. Like no no Native Americans, none of that stuff. Like right. so we've we finally kind of gotten away from some of that. Obviously now that was, you know, a, a good time in history because it's it's been the American experiment we'll call it is is been probably the most successful in self-governing you know and people in world history that, I, that i'm aware of maybe there's something else out there that i'm just not aware of and that's fine you know but what is it what it was 1920 when women could vote we've evolved like humans do that, that wasn't all that long ago that was 99 yeah. years ago i mean that's 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 ludicrous I mean, when you think about think, it think think about this and i watched a youtube video on this uh, the other day which just really kind of blew my mind thinking about it but you know, think about what we're going to be remembered as in, if, <clears throat> pardon me, 50 to 100 years, how this generation is going to be remembered. And you think, okay, 
I think, you know, I feel like in the next 20 years, we're, we're going to hit a tipping point for better or for worse here, you know, where, um, the world's going to go in one direction or another. So in 50 to hundred years, I think we can, we're going to look back at this time period, probably in our lifetimes, you know, the people who come after us or our children and grandchildren are going to look back at this generation is prob- probably, you know, the catalyst for that. But, but think about what about 500 years, what about 700 or a thousand years from now? Think about how we're going to, th- this period of time is going to be looked back on and, and the things that we're discussing now are going to seem so incredibly laughable. It's going to, it's going to be like trying to imagine cavemen trying to figure out how to start a fire, you know, trying to, <laughs> watching us try to figure out how to live, how to exist with each other. You know, it, it's going to be, it's going to be absolutely laughable. So that's why I feel like in, in a sense, wrapping yourself so much into the, into the present, um, it's kind of a dangerous way to think just because um, it ultimately your, our, our legacy as a generation, you know, it, it's, it's not going to have the type of impact that we feel like it's going to have right now. I, I think we're, we feel like humanity rests on in, in our hands right now, like, but, but whether I, or I don't not know if I believe that well, no, I'm just telling you, like, I, I, I can see the reaction to, to a lot of things. I mean, people feel like right now, whether or not Donald Trump stays in office or impeached, like humanity resides. Re- on yeah, it, yeah, it, 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 it on rests yeah. on whether or not, you know, he gets a nuclear deal done with uh, with Kim Jong or, you know, we, we feel like whether, whether this border wall goes up, that's the, the future of America is at stake here. And it's. Like that is such limited, simple thinking. It's just not. I'm glad that you mentioned that because yeah. before he got elected, I worked for a Swiss company, and a lot of these guys come over from Europe and whatnot. Before he was elected, there were multiple guys that I heard say, "If that guy gets in, World War Three is going to start, and you guys as a country are finished." And that was their fucking mindset on I've, it. I've, I'm people like, guaranteed you're crazy. Me, they guaranteed me nuclear yeah. war. Guaranteed yeah. me nuclear war. And I and how do you and then he how do you the debate most, with somebody like that? He gets that? the most lunatic little trigger finger happy guy that's over there that likes to do shit to his own people and all that to just calm the fuck down and just chill yeah and we're not applauding that i'm it's i mean i I said that's that's an entirely i know we're not i know we could do podcasts i mean we can just always it just i I, I said this way before you know the election happened nothing was going to happen like just like why he's he's gonna get in there's there's tons of checks and balances it wasn't gonna be a problem it's it's not the end of the world. Don't worry, people. Things are gonna be good. I, I will just, tell you. Just ride it out. I, I will fine. tell you what has happened, and that was that the the um, what started up with the uh, you know with, in the George W. Al Gore race, and then has since you know started to boil during the Obama presidency. You know, when you're talking about the relationship between the right side of the aisle and the left side of the aisle, if one thing the Trump presidency has done is brought that to a head, like you're. It's gonna you're you're gonna need a a magician in the office for the next couple of decades <laughs> to repair the 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 divide here between. I mean, there is legitimate hate. Like before, I think you know back when I I even I remember talking to my dad about this. I said, Dad, when you were younger, I said, How did you know? Because he he shifted from being a Democrat when he was younger to being a Republican now. Um, but I you know I talked to him about both, and I said, Well, how did how did one side respect the other, and how did how did you how did one side deal with the other people's <laughs> you know, viewpoints, what were the major differing things? We talked about a lot of things like the war and, you know, talking about unionization and stuff like that and how, what the parties were, what the, what the two parties stood for back then. And it was all, it was all policy based. It was all, what's the direction of the economy? Where are we going to go? Where are we going economically? Where are we going uh, in foreign affairs? 
that was what party, huh? and and now it's like now you're choosing between like you're either thinking like one party is going to nuke us off the face of the earth yep. or the other party is going to have us you know giving oh, away free shit off it, the it, yeah is going to is going to steal all of our money and turn yeah. us into a, another Venezuela i mean there's no you're not we're not talking about hmm what's good you know as far as for the upper middle class in this scenario versus now we're talking about how are we going to who, who, what party is going to kill us? Well, yeah, but how much, that is the, a, how much of that is the problem of the media? Oh, because, it's, it's a thousand percent. Because they need to do what sells. And what sells the lunatic fringe on the far right, right. and the far left. Well, That's all not, I want to talk about. Not Most only of is, us are in the it, fucking middle It somewhere. is the media, and the media is a huge part of it, but it's also the people doing the shit that the media is talking about. Like A lot of these people are off their rocker. The they, brainwashed idiots that haven't disconnected from cable, that still watch it, that only well, listen to the things that they know and say comments like that. Yeah. Don't give me your cop out comments because that's all you know. Do stuff like this. Yeah. Sit and talk with people so you learn other people's opinions if, and if, you get discussion from your peers in your world. Yeah. If you're going to come at me with a comment that I cannot debate. Yeah. Like if you're going to tell me that you're white, you're privileged. If, yeah. End. That or you know you you know we're going to be we're we're getting nuked in the next two years. I guarantee. Because it. Trump's president. Yeah. How yeah. how am I gonna how do I debate that with you? Yeah. Like I can't. I'm not gonna. Obviously, if you think something that extreme. Right. Then I can't – and just like if somebody were to say – and I'm glad that you didn't. Like I knew you wouldn't. But if somebody said, well, white privilege is a myth. It's a myth. I'm not engaging. I would say, well, I can't I can't debate with you. If that's – if you're going to come at me with something that closed-minded, not willing, you know, then the discussion's over, I guess. You know? Well, there wasn't a discussion to begin yeah, with. Yeah, we have nothing else to talk about. Yeah, but that's how we, – we encounter that as humans and we understand that because our brains are functioning yeah. just fine in my mind. And, you know, we're pretty intellectual to even have yeah. that common sense to know that. But some of these people are just so fucking like, I know, far like, brainwashed. Like, I know as, just... a, as, a, as somebody who's, um, you know, a Christian, I know that if, I, if somebody wants to talk to me about religion or gets brought up and I try to say something about Jesus and they're like, well, do you eat shellfish? What about shellfish? You know, what about shut the fuck up and, and go it, away from it? And me. it's like if you wanted to if I'm trying to talk to you about Jesus and you're trying to bring up a old testament law that only applied yeah. to Jewish people like four thousand years ago, like the, the the discussion's over. Like you don't you don't care what I have. You know to where say. point breaks at though. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like if you want to engage, let's engage. Let's have a real talk. But if you're gonna try to trap me in, you know, something like that, like, come on, we can play that game all day long, I guess. <laughs> you know. No, this is true. Explain this to me. What, explain to me how all the how this came from nothing, and then this know, is what discussions are so great for. Which is why I write in the opinion section of the paper, and I've been doing it for so long because I love it. Yeah, <laughs> you get everybody's view on it. You're not just stuck in your own fucking box. Get outside your box. I mean, the, the whole idea of talking to someone else is to obviously expand your own mindset. Now, you don't have to agree with what they said, but what you should do is take that. And then go think about your own beliefs and see if it changes it at all. Right. Because if you're, a, I don't know, an intelligent human being and a relatively good person, it should start to change things a little bit. You should start to evolve as a human. That's the whole purpose of right. being on this planet. Right? And as I mean, we talked about media brainwashing people, isn't that what college used to be for? What you just said, where it was supposed to take that set and throw it towards people so they learn shit from another side that they never experienced before? And then guess what? I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, I think the whole idea of college is to... To allow kids to, to grow up away from their parents. So it's, it's, it's a good yeah, but kind of – something ru- that's outside their box that they were raised yeah, with. Yeah, but they're supposed like to be around different people and different yeah, cultures. That's how we learn. experience different yeah. things. Like, like but I now, said before in the podcast, go out in the world, live your life. Yeah, but now like kids learn go shit. in and they come out brainwashed as super liberal and it's like, whoa, hold on a second. You're supposed to be you know, learning different things and moving, not just being 
you know, regurgitating stuff that your professor has taught you for the last, you know, four years. What have, what have been our routines over the last 60 years? You know, have to go to college, you have to get off of work, come home, watch TV, whatever. So then we're all leaning towards these certain routines and ruts that we're just staying in. Well, yeah, I wonder that, why we're brainwashed. But that's dying because, like, that, that, whole, that, that whole model was to feed the Industrial right. Revolution. And, and people aren't finding work now because everything's, like, all those kind of jobs, manufacturing jobs and everything else are getting shipped overseas because people will do it for less money. Maybe people are starting to wake up and it's a good thing now. Maybe not. But I, I, again, like I said before, faith in humanity is my number one thing. Like that tattoo I talked about getting on my arm where it's, I feel that people are good to begin with. We're going to trend towards the positive. Yes, but we, we can't remember, or excuse me, we, we can't forget that some people are bad. Yeah, there, there's bad things. Humans in this are world. bad. Yes, yeah. and but what what the scary thing is that we all have to think about is that because some people are bad, it means that all people can be bad. Yeah, and, th- so and that's the one that scary thing that most people want to forget about. They're like, no, 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 we're, we're all good, and like my, my people or my religion or whatever. Like we would never do something like that. No, no right. stop, because you will. Because if we look at history, you'll see good people doing bad things. Over and over and over again. I feel like more people, especially the ones that say certain shit like that, where it's the uh, back you into a corner, that's just their cop out saying or whatever, should be on sports teams, join the military, whatever, because then they might learn shit. Hey, that's my brother right there. I don't give a fuck what color his skin is. Yeah, but they're only going to learn things if they're open to it in the first place. And most people aren't open to other people's opinions. Us playing sports in high school. I, I mean, we play with black dudes on our team and stuff like that. But then that brothership is learned and all that. If you grew up in a family where some of the guys were, I'm not going to put any names out there, but they were, you know, hardcore conservative. They're the, the their dad's just, oh, everybody's a, an N-word. I'm going to drop this, that, and the other. And they played on the football team like, dad, he's not so bad. Holy shit. I mean, he's just a person like me. What? Wow. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I like talking to people. Talking to my grandma who's in her 80s, almost 90. She's been through all this shit. Certain husbands that were just black people are bad. Don't come over to my house. A friend of theirs that that my grandpa worked with picked up my aunt or my uncle or my father, whoever it was at the time. And my grandma thought nothing of it. My grandpa freaked out and told the guy off to the side, if you ever touch one of my children ever again, I will kill you. She tells me this stuff because we talk and sit and have discussions and I learn shit because of that. People were like that at one time. People, and they still might be like that now. There, there, There are definitely still people like that. Yeah, but that's we got to learn this shit by talking to people to figure it out. So that this whole taboo not talking about things, how we started this, is it's driving me crazy. <laughs> I can't stand that. It just it bothers me so bad. Like the three of us are open to sit and talk about this, or other people. That's why I stuck it out on Facebook. I was hoping for open responses and people that are ready to, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I would like to, and I don't know if it'd ever be possible, but I would love to be able to to talk with somebody. Even on this podcast, you know, somebody who's who is, who does have those opinions, somebody that, you know, doesn't have to um, even have a, you know, that doesn't have a white perspective on it. Even if they are, you know, even if they tend to agree, it's still a, you know, it's a white perspective, you right. know, and and unfortunately, you know, and I'm not going to say that doesn't give us a right to have. A, we can obviously have a right to a, an opinion. We have a seat at the table with a discussion. But, you know, I'm not going to say that it's going to have the same type of power, us talking about it, as somebody else who's, who's living it is going to be able to talk Which about it. Which is why you know? I created Citizens Together a few years ago in mind, thinking that we could make this a big thing, that I could get it out there and blow it up to where this could become real, that real people sit and talk with other real oh, people yeah. and we learn real shit. Yeah. That was the whole point behind it. I don't give a fuck what color your skin is, if you're a man or a woman, are you trans, not trans. 
I want to talk to those people so that I learn stuff from them. If you're someone that's doing that, then I want to hear your perspective. So it's not just, ah, oh, this is the only way I know of it. And I mean, regardless of where we stand on whatever opinion or whatever issue or whatever debate, if we sit and talk with people, we can figure it out. That's how this works. And, yeah. Or and no if, one if wants if to not, talk. Yeah. About and if not even figure it out, at least, um, you know, I, I believe learn something you that's know? what I, if, we've if, talked if, about if that all nothing, the time no yeah. nothing else than just to learn something even if you leave that conversation like man I, I think that guy is not correct right i don't agree with them but why it, yeah but at least now like and they gotten, tell you yeah at least i've heard him out you know I've, yeah. I've and that's and to me it's like and that kind of gets to something that i've been thinking about also it's like <clears throat> you know don't don't come to me and expect me to be an ally for a group you know i'm 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 sure that 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 there are plenty of people out there that that that's they're built for that, and maybe that should be something that they are, but I am not the type of person. I am not a group ally. I'm not going to be an ally of this community or that. I'm not even a good ally for my own community of, you know, I guess you could say believers and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not even a good advocate for my own group. Um, what I do ally towards is individuals, um, and, uh, you know, I that that's to me that's where I spend my time. That's where I feel like I can make the most change is on a one on one basis, getting to know people and just learning about them and hopefully having the opportunity to share about myself to them. That's kind of my wheelhouse. I am not in the business of it's tough to be, you know, I can't be an ally for black people. I can't be an ally for trans people or gay people. I can't be, you know, that that's not me. I don't have that type of uh commitment towards a group of people because I don't think too highly of most people. So obviously a large group gathering of those people, you know, I, I tend to, whenever we get, whenever you, you know, I see something like group think or echo chambers, that just always, you know, Excuse just me. gives me a very negative perception of um, that type of structure. So I'm much more likely to engage positively with somebody one-on-one, like Jake said, getting to know them, getting to know personally what they've been going through and if I happen, you know, if I happen to be somebody who's in support of an issue, you know, that affects a large group of people, that's fine. But that's because that's just something that I choose to feel, you know, but I'm never going to be pressured to be, you know, an ally towards any type of group, regardless of how marginalized they are, because at the end of the day, they're just people. And to me, a person has to be uh, worthy of, of of my respect. And that might and I'm not saying that's right. I know that a lot of people would say, hey, you know, everybody's worthy of respect regardless of this or that. And, you know, I think maybe I'm just the type of person that's difficult for me. For me, it's a person has to, um, you know, earn that respect. And, you know, all it, ta- it doesn't take, you know, you don't have to come off as, you don't have to hit me with some big mind blower to earn my respect. You just got to be a real, a real person that wants to uh, talk about real things. And it, it basically isn't, isn't fake. And if, if, if you if you kind of check check those boxes then i respect you and i'm going to listen to what you have to say regardless of how crazy it is if i disagree with it and i'd hope you return the favor absolutely and that's the whole idea of you know being a good person and in general it's just accepting of others that's that's the whole idea and there's one of the big problems of having groups of people oh well we get together and we talk about this and we get together we talk about that like if they're just only in their small little groups like then it's just the confirmation bias of how they all feel. And it's like, well, they're not expanding themselves. You know, because like they should be seeing other people as just that. 
people. Are you a person <laughs> they're, they're that always different. wants to change and grow and learn and become a better you? Or are you a person that's, nope, I'm stuck in my ways. Go fuck yourself. I'm staying here. And somebody has the right to do that if they want to. Right, because we live that, in this country and we're allowed to. But if that's the case, then right. you don't get to weigh in your opinion or let it, on everybody right, exactly. else. Let it be known before I even try to dis- debate you or discuss you on mm-hmm. something. Just tell me. This is where I'm at. Yeah. I really aren't going to lean from yeah. it. I don't like to be open-minded on things. Then I got it, man. I know you yeah. now. I get your character on that. Like, yeah. I, I have I have conversations I, with my dad, you know, about stuff, and he and he'll be straight <clears throat> out, and he'll just say, he goes, he goes, and I'll, I'll challenge him on some things. He's like, bud, I'm set. My my mind is set right now. I said, I'm he, I'm 65 years old. Right. He goes, what's in my brain right now? That's what's in there. That's how I feel about things. He goes, you know, not to say that he doesn't still critically think obviously he's a smart guy but you know you're not going to be changing his right. mind he knows on, where he's at yeah he yeah. for better or for worse and i think eventually we're all going to get there someday but i think the longer you can be pliable kind of like i think eventually we're all going to be like hard clay and i i, I don't think i agree hard. with that well because I, I think the whole idea i, of- I can feel my i can feel myself i can't speak for you guys i can feel myself hardening to the world around me so i'm trying to milk as much time that I still have, that I'm still, my mind is still pliable. Like I think I brought up in the last podcast about a, you know, something a person had told me that had changed the way I thought about, you know, some things. And that really got me excited because it made me think like, well, I still have time left. Let's hang out more. We'll change like and make it more I feel pliable. Like still I promise. Time, you know? <laughs> but, I, but I think the whole idea of this whole human experience is to keep keep learning and growing and challenging yourself. I, oh, that's, I agree. That's yeah. the purpose of it. I love talking. But if talking. we can't be honest of where we're at, you know. Like I can, I can obviously say I agree with you. That should, that's the goal is to always stop growing. But I can say that reality, you know, at least on me, um, you know, it takes its toll and it's, it's difficult to, um, you know, I feel like I'm a lawn sometimes it's burning out and it's difficult. Some, you know, you got to just, if you're not intentionally watering this, this is an awesome metaphor I'm doing here. If I'm not <laughs> intentionally watering myself, uh, then I know for me, I know I'm going to, I'm going to die out. You know what I'm saying? And by um, doing stuff like this, I mean this stuff just. This, but I also think that's why it's also important way. to you know to maybe stay away from the TV and to stay away from the social media and get more into well, podcasts I, and, I, and talk radio and things like that where you can actually challenge yourself a little bit. Now, granted, like you and I have talked about, Andrew, it's like there's lots of different times where you just get burnt out, yeah, and you need a break. And I get that. That's fine. So take take a minute, you know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, whatever it takes for you. It doesn't matter. Some people, it's a couple of days. It's all they need. Just just chill, relax, no big deal, and then we'll get back into it. But you should always be challenging yourself. It's one of the reasons why I love hanging out with my grandma so much. Like she's in her 70s, but she's always talking about things she's learned and what she's listening to. And we have great conversations, and I, and I love talking to her. And one of these days, I'm going to get her on the bloody podcast. She's a little, a little bit worried about putting herself out there and recording something and sending it out. I mean, she doesn't understand the whole technology thing. She's thinking like radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh, my goodness, it's going to be out there forever. Like, well, I mean, it's not like my podcast gets, yeah. you know, billions of downloads. Kind of nasty stuff you plan on talking it's, about, it's, Grandma. It's not like that. But but, but she, she's worried about it being like some sort of an official fashion or what have you. She yeah. just – I think she'll eventually sit down. I seem to kind of wear her down a little bit. Yeah. You know, but I, I love sitting down with her and like having a beer and just having great conversations because she's got a wonderful outlook on life. You know, she's not like your typical 70-something-year-old person. And, and she she out-hustles most people my age anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, she right. she owns a business. She's out working. And she can, yeah, she goes down to Florida in, in the winter because she hates being cold. And I get it. But when she comes home, like, she, she's still at the shop every day. And she's still working. And she's still like, I got to stay busy. I got to stay doing things. Like, I, I love you, Grandma. You're awesome. Right. It's great. But I think she has a lot of wisdom to share, especially with kids our age. 
you know, because we, kids. <laughs> we're kids. I'm sorry. I'm 39. Yeah, but I mean, but we're we're still kids. I mean, what we're. I mean, I appreciate that, Matt. I was, you weren't even like a, an adult until 18. You weren't really. Your grandma and my grandma's going to call us kids. No, we're, we're kids. We're all kids. Right. It is what it is. Yeah. I, I call everybody kids. Dad right. gets crazy. I call him kids. But <laughs> but I was like, but you're, you're not an adult until you're 18. But th- think how stupid you were at 18. I, mean, I remember how dumb I was. And I remember how dumb I was at 25. Have you changed since 18? I've changed so much. Like most of us that have a brain in our head and like to learn stuff and better ourselves. Yeah. I mean, it's but, crazy. But if, but if you don't think about it, like you weren't starting to make good decisions in your life until you were 18. I'm, I'm still waiting for that. I'm excited. You're still waiting for that. <laughs> well, yeah. This sounds fun. When, does, when uh, do we? It's, it's good stuff. I'm a late stuff. bloomer. It's That's good stuff. I promise. I used to live with my grandmother at one point. I was going through hard times financially and whatnot i was just meeting angela my wife and like we were just kind of getting into stuff and all that i asked her if i could move in with her instead of bouncing around apartment to apartment all this my my dad uh he's no longer around to help her you know all the other family's gone i can help her out you know she's certain things she can't do anymore she couldn't drive at a certain point all this like i was like it's win-win me and grandma both i still paid her rent all this but listening to her stories and sitting there talking to her and having dinner with her and like there's a reason that the people came before us can teach us things because they've been through the shit, been through the experience, and that's them giving us their. Here you go. That's it's one of my. That's one of a bigger regret I have is I, I did have great relationships with all my grandparents, um, but I never did really um, take the time to like actually talk to them about their lives. You know, we 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 always were talking about you know we were, they were always wanting to talk about me and what was going on with me or. You know, my, me and my grandpa, you know, we love watching sports and stuff like that. So we love, we talk sports all the time. But yeah, I just never, you know, touched on a couple of things sometimes, but never really got into, you know, what it was like to, to, you know, get married and raise a family back then and, and what it was like going to school. And, um, yeah, just kind of one of those things. If you're out there listening to this and your grandparents are still alive, please, you know, take an hour on a Sunday and go over there. Do not take it for granted. Yeah. Just, just, just ask them, say, you know, because I'm thinking like, I would love, to be able to talk to my, I, I hope my grandkids want to talk to me about my life because I'm going to be looking to talk. I, I'll just be looking to talk to somebody who would want to listen, you know? So, um, yeah, if you're out there and you're listening to this, give grandma and gramps a call. My wife's, my wife's last grandparent, her grandmother just passed not too long ago, last year. Yeah. She used to live in Massachusetts. She used to live in Pennsylvania. She never got to see her unless it was a special trip. She loves my grandma so much because since she's ever met her, the first time I started dating her, my grandma's called her granddaughter already. I'm like, yeah, grandma, how do you know this is even going to, I don't care. That's my granddaughter. So she loves her. So that time you spent with them, you cannot have that back. Mm-hmm. You have to have that in your life. And that's why anybody that's older than you can sit down and teach you stuff. I love talking to people to find that stuff out. Like I write in the paper. My grandma's proud of that. She's always been proud of that. See people see the names in there when I used to live with her. Oh yeah, that's my grandson. That's what lives with me. That's what I talk about all the time. Blah blah blah. We went out to a restaurant. One of the guys she goes to church with that reads the paper walked up to me, shook my hand, talked to me. She's known him for years since they were kids, whatever. He looked at me and just gave me the You love it when Hillary's gonna win. <laughs> it's that stuck in your ways. He's never gonna yeah. change. That's his view on it. That's how it is. And then I started to debate him a little bit and he just turned around and walked away from me like, Go fuck yourself. Well that's unfortunately that's how people Norm- are. Normally how the conversation goes, again, yeah. it all comes back to the fact that they don't have their own opinion. They've not right. thought about it themselves. They've never challenged their own thinking. So they just have to just give you the, the big you know, home run shot, boom, and then walk away right. because they, they can't actually sit and talk I mean, about it. Think about how funny that is if you kind of like separate yourself from the situation. But here's a guy 
talking trash to a, here's a, an adult man talking trash to another adult man. Because, Probably fifty years younger yeah, than me. Because or, or him. Yeah. Because uh, because somebody else is going to get a position of power, and that makes this guy happy enough to talk trash to another guy who he feels is that's, that news is going to really like depress him. And he won up me and walked yeah, away. And it's like if you think about yeah. that, like how ridiculous! Like how it just proves that we are never we are we are always children. We are just older versions of children ultimately. Because <laughs> I mean. That guy probably really thought he was going to come over to you, and he was really going to put, really going to sour up your. My your dad. grandma is really good friends with him. She has uh, known him a long time. She was excited. She kept patting me on the hand when she was talking. She wanted to meet me. All this and the, yeah, he's the one that writes in the paper. He's the one that does this. Everybody reads this stuff, and oh yeah, I read it. And that's when he said the Hillary thing and walked away. And you it was know, just kind of like a depressed look on yeah. her face, like. Well, I was bringing my friend over here to introduce you guys, yeah. and he just kind of. And, and you know what the sad thing is too is, I felt bad for her. Yeah, and not only that, but. In that if that in that situation, probably seventy five percent of the time, the guy in your situation probably comes back at that guy and you know tries to you know I, come at him verbally and assault him verbally. I, I'm not I'm into the the I saw where he was. He showed his character. Yeah. He he walked away after that, and then I just looked at my grandma like, and she said she was sorry, but yeah. it wasn't. No, I mean I, you. I don't want you to be sorry about that though. That was him, not you, and it was like, yeah, people suck. It's just and it's, it's just, just so it funny is. to to just if you just. Think about the mindset that has to be, and in people do it all. I mean, that's let's. I mean, let's be honest. People that wear the MAGA hats around, you know, do I think that means you're a racist? Of course not, because I'm not retarded. No, but you know their character. But but it, it does. It, what not it does always. tell you is that okay. You know, people want to say it's a, it is one of these hotly terms. It's a dog whistle. If you got a MAGA hat on, it's a dog whistle. It's letting the world know I don't give a fuck unless you're, you know. Uh, part of the mainstream. Some people know. also do do it though yeah. because they welcome the conversation, exactly. and that's why they're, for they're me, waiting. I, w- for it, I would so. love, I would love to go out in public with one, yeah. even though I don't, even though I don't support what it means. Right. I, I would love to go out and just in, in in public just so I could at least attract engagement. I didn't vote for the guy, attract but I would engagement. do it just to attract the yeah. engagement and see what I got. But I would want to videotape it or have somebody else videotaping it because I'm curious as to what would happen just in Medina yeah. or well, Worcester. It depends on where you go, though, because if, if you go Inner to... Inner city, I might get shot. Medina or Worcester, well, you're people not might get throw shot. shit at me. You're... Depends on where you are. You heard you're what probably... Kanye West said. He said he, he wears it yeah. because the main reason he wears it is because um, he's tired of people telling him that he's black and he shouldn't be wearing it. So it's like for their for him he's wearing it just as a sign of it, it means something other than make America great again and, and say see, fuck you towards that's people one of the things saying, you're black you better toe that democratic line or you're out like that's the, one like of the that things thing that said. I found with the research because if you look stuff up and like I said I found YouTube videos and certain things on news feeds or whatever David Webb who I've listened to for a long time mm-hmm. he's a black conservative yeah. anybody that knows who he is knows what he stands for knows what he talks for the patriot stuff that he does all the things he was on with a phone call with Ariva Martin. Who's a black lady? No, no. Who's, she, no, who's this? Who's Reva Martin? Uh, I don't CNN commentator or okay. something like that. I'm so not really she's sure. in I, like the news. Yeah, I didn't research. She was an actor before a model. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't care that much. It was just the fact of the conversation that I saw, where they were having a discussion about that, and she says, "By virtue of being a white male, you have white privilege." And he was uh, uh, Reva Reva. He was trying to stop her. He said, "I hate to break it to you, but I'm black." And then she says, "Oh, my people gave me wrong information." He's like, no, no, how did you just come at me with white privilege when I'm a black man? You don't even know anything about me. How do people give you wrong information on my skin color? Yeah. What the hell is that? Yeah. Like Look me up, find <laughs> out who I am, what I've done before you have a conversation with me. Don't just she come had her. She had her talking points set, set before the conversation yeah. even started. And that's what he talked about. Yeah. And then they had him on Fox News explaining himself about that. And I saw that clip too. And he was saying, how do you just say your people, you throw your people under the bus and then say that, like, 
I'm, I'm listening to like, you. What are the people supposed to say? Oh, by the way, this guy's black, so right. don't say anything about white privilege. No, no. What's what's worse, though, is the people probably did some research and said, oh, they're conservative. They do this. They talk about this. Throw out the white privilege, and he won't be able to say anything. So this it's is a, a good it's strategy. It's a two-minute clip. If anybody out there listening or you guys can find it and watch it, just type David Webb. It should be one of the first things that pops up. It's fucking hilarious because he catches her, and she's like, oh, well. And then she's trying to apologize to him and say sorry. And he's like, no, no, no. You, you got caught. Yeah, you just yeah, threw that no, at me. Come on, yeah, let's <laughs> keep, black keep the train of thought going here yeah. because. But but, but again, though, it's not it's not about that train of thought. It, it's about that trump card where she can throw it out there and be like, "Haha, he can't respond to this, so I've got him. So I'm going to be this great, smart intellectual. It's and, like Jonathan- and I'm going to and I'm going to come across looking amazing, and he's going to be the the white trash piece of shit. Yeah, you know, because of his white privilege and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I got him. Ha ha ha. Instead of again coming out with your own thoughts, your own opinions, having a debate. And guess what, people? Right. It's okay to walk away from that and not change your mind. It's okay to just right. still believe what you believe and have somebody else believe what they believe. Right. Neither one of you is right or wrong. It's just a difference of opinion. It's You're like everybody to said that. on trying to win social media or win a fight. Or with Jonathan Haidt that was on that podcast said, it's like playing tennis and having a discussion back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Somewhere in the middle of that, you jump in and you play fucking tackle football and bam, you're just trying to win. <laughs> you change the game. It's completely... It's not what it is. It's supposed to be a back and forth and be that equal talk. But that's not what anybody wants right, anymore. Right. They, they all want to, again, like put out that crazy meme and that's win the That's why internet. I love this guy's book. I read, the more I read this, it's just, oh, it's it's exactly what we do and we talk about and what I love and just discussing with people. And this is, it's great. Yeah, but what's, what's also good about that is I think most people that I talk to on a normal basis kind of agree the way that we all agree and it's like they want to have the conversation they want to have right. their own opinions and again some of them are set in their ways more than others and they don't want to change their mind and that's fine they're allowed to do that they want to i think it's narrow-minded personally but but they can do that if they want to that's fine but most people are just kind of just cruising and chilling in their own lives and it's no big deal right. whereas you only again hear it from the extreme right or the extreme left because that's what sells you know, papers and that, that's, that's what's clickbait nowadays. And, and well, then they can get things out there. You know, that's exactly why, um, I mentioned this to you, um, last time we, we hooked up a couple of days ago, I, uh, deactivated my Twitter account, uh, namely because, you know, just a lot of things going on in the cycle. Um, just, I've really started to think like, okay, every time I open up Twitter, I see something I don't like every single time. And then I started thinking, okay, well, how often am I opening up Twitter? And then I started to do the math. I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> so I'm const- here I'm thinking like, okay, here I am constantly just pinging my brain with negative thought, negative thought. And then a few minutes later, negative thought. And, and, I'm like, you out. and it's like, how is that not taking a toll on me mentally and physically <laughs> right now? It has to be. So even though I've talked, you know, I've been talking to myself about it for, you know, years, like, man, just, just deactivate, just deactivate. And it was that, it was that fear of missing out. And, um, and I always thought, you know, if you're missing out, that's something that the teenagers have that, you know, they don't want to, they're, they're seeing they're missing out on these parties and this and that. For me, fear of missing out is a fear of missing out on information. Fear of missing out on that next big story, that next big social, com, you know, thing that everyone have social commentary on. And I realized it was, I was addicted to it, straight up addicted to it because I knew it was bad for me and yet I could not get enough of it. So since then, I've deactivated my Twitter. And it's really incredible to... um because um, yesterday I decided I just I decided to just, I wanted to log in, so I'm gonna just take you know look for about three minutes just to see what's going on, anything going on in the news or whatever. And as I'm going down, I'm just like I'm I'm reading the stuff, and it's I was amazed at how much less it was getting to me because Twitter had become 
almost like real life to where I thought when I walked out my door that that was real life. That it was people with loud opinions, uninformed opinions, shouting at each other, just nothing but stress and anxiety. And that was the perception that I was starting to have of the world. And then it was like just deactivating it just for a week. Not that that's some big accomplishment, but it's like, man, that is not the real world. People are not out here, you know, unless it's guys come up to you. But like people, <laughs> people, people are not out here confronting each other. Bring it on. You know, like if you are at a store or at a restaurant and you engage with a person of color – there's no, there's no awkwardness or it's, it's just general human friendliness, you know. And it's like when you see that, it's like, man, Twitter is not real life. And thank God, you know. Now who knows what's going on in these people's minds? Maybe they're thinking about how much they hate me because I'm white, or maybe they're thinking about how much they hate me because, um, you know, I'm I'm wealthy and beautiful or whatever, you know. Well, I mean, it's 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 a curse that you have. Yeah, for it sure. is, and I understand. But, but unfortunately, unless. In, in Unless you go up to them and say something incredibly racist, they're not going to give a shit. No, it's not. And that was the thing that, that I needed to kind of like get back on track was like there is a real world out there that you can engage with if you would just stop engaging with this pretend world. What did I say on For a little podcast, bit of time. We did. You know? Live your life, people. Live your life. Yeah, and I, yeah and but, I was, I mean, but there's also a lot of things of what you're saying too about the social media, Twitter, I mean, there's text a lot of, messages. There is, I mean, it, it is beneficial in the sense that even when you're down deep in the shit, like you get this, you're seeing the way that people's minds are being like, they're just deteriorating before your very eyes. Just people, intelligent people becoming deranged and it's, and it's scary. And it's, I think it's part, it, it, part of that. It is good to be able to see what is happening, to see the real effects that this society is having on people. But at the same time, like if that's your reality, if that's how you think that it is when you walk out the door, which is where I was getting to be, like where I was, you know glaring at people in public because i was trying to think of all the the horseshit things they probably were thinking i'm like man that is i'm like i'm becoming deranged like i'm just another i'm just another lunatic on here that i'm that i that i'm looking at for entertainment i'm somebody else's lunatic so i'm like you know what i'm not playing this game anymore i'm peacing out for a while um you know i'm not gonna say you know twitter is not i'm not gonna say i'm never gonna get back on it i'm not gonna say you know i'm taking a year off i'm not gonna give myself a time limit i'm just gonna say right now i feel good I feel good that that if I do interact with Twitter, it's on an extremely limited basis, and um, I don't, I'm not commenting on anything. That is something that I, I am not going to engage with anybody right now because of what we talked about. If I'm not going to be deep in the shit, I'm not going to engage and then run away. You know what I'm saying? So since I'm in the, I'm in a step back and live my life period, I'm not engaging with people on Twitter anymore. And it's, man, is it fabulous? It is so nice not to be in in. You know, not having to be in a in, in a social media debate because for me, those some of the most stressful things that some of the most stressful things that I've ever done is trying to debate people via you know a little comment and then they make a little comment, and then I make a little comment. It's like you, I I don't know about you guys, I cannot express myself properly, um, you know, through text. A lot of times, I I, I get too um what the hell when, I, just when I tend to when I tend to get passionate, I tend yeah. to get um, a little angry in my writing and I tend to get a little insulting sometimes. And then I sometimes I tend to get off topic. I'm not very good. I'm sure you're probably pretty good at it. Cause you, you know, you're writing editorials and stuff to me. When I'm, I get passionate about something, I'm a newbie. <laughs> I'm not great at writing about it. So getting, going back and forth with somebody where they have a chance to misinterpret what I wrote. And then I have a chance to misinterpret what they wrote. Extremely, uh, stressful and, uh, something that I've just kind of stopped doing. How long did it take you to discover that? Well, I'll tell you this for Facebook, Facebook, 
um, I stopped really participating in uh, a couple years ago. Um, like I'll still like put, you know, family pictures and stuff like that or, and I mainly, I what it was it. originally created for and supposed yeah. to help and, people and, do. And I namely stay on it because I run my, I operate my business social media page, which is a very, we have a very large Facebook presence. So I need to keep Good up on it, that. Yeah. So, but basically what happened was Twitter came along and the interact, the, the idea of being able to directly interact with people of stature, that to me was so enticing. Like, you mean I can. I can write something to somebody who's famous and they're going to see it and they could, there's a chance they could respond back. Like that was awesome. And then what I realized was it was basically, um, your, your follower account or whether or not you had a verified account that kind of decided whether or not your opinion was valid and whether your opinion got out there. And, um, you know, and I had seen so many things that were blatantly lies or reports that were later refuted that had 40, 50,000 retweets on it. And then when the, somebody would go back in and correct the story, like, well, we want to make a correction here uh, about this story, and we were wrong about it. And then that that tweet gets like 100 retweets. So it's like... It's, it's moderation yeah, just like everything else, it, man. You need it. It, it, it. it got to the point where it was just like, um, this service is going to do a lot more harm than good. Well, I mean, the one thing we have to remember... That became apparent quickly. ...is that social media especially is addictive. And people don't want to talk about it. They never want to talk about it. It's like I mean, you, you, you get those endorphin rushes when you, somebody replies to your things. You want to go back and re- I respond. Mean, yeah, and I then mean, you guys start arguing back and forth. Well, and I, you're trying to win. So you go more aggressive. And, did you listen to that podcast? The last one, Rogan and Hate, Jonathan Hate, where he talks about the book, The uh, Coddling of the American Mind? Yes. The users or the, the, the people that created social media. Don't even allow their children on it because they know how they brought psychologists in and they brought other people in to help them get this going to make it addictive. So even Joe Rogan admitting on his thing as an adult male, fully functioning brain, and then he said, you know, that's sketchy or whatever and all that. So I mean, <laughs> right, yeah, you know, like we're adults. We should figure this out. I use Twitter for talking to the radio hosts that I call into mm-hmm. or talking to and then checking for drafted. That's it. Yeah. That's when it's good instant news. Yeah. I mean, people That's think all that, you need to do that for. But it, if you can't, though, and you get sucked into it like that, guess what it's going to do? Start that addictive. Oh, yeah. I mean, people think the social media addiction, they're thinking, oh, it's it's teenage girls who are addicted to posting their selfies. I'm like, nope, not here anyway. I mean, like, I'm a 39-year-old man, and I am, you know, not too proud to admit that I'm fully addicted to Twitter. I mean, yeah. completely addicted to but Twitter. But there's a lot of science I mean, behind yeah, it. Yeah, if you're, there, doing, there really if you're is. participating in yeah. something that makes you upset and that and that is harming you and you can and you're and you're sober and sane enough to realize it at the time and you're still participating, you're addicted. And this conversation is why I love this so much because this just ties in all other podcasts or anything that we've even talked about where podcasting is good news. I mean, you could be addicted to podcast listening but to podcasts. I think I yeah. am, but it's not a bad thing yet. So until it distracts me no, in my, yeah, my exactly. personal life, my wife wants to slap me, then I'll I'll yeah. work on that. But it's not at that point. But listening to the Joe Rogan and Jonathan Haidt and learning that about you know social media creators bringing in psychologists and all this, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That was that was news to me, and I learned that, and then I looked some of the stuff up, and I was like, shit. I mean, it's they they capitalize on a very simple. Uh, um, it's a business. It's, they it, don't it's, care if they're fucking with it's people all, or not. It's it's. it's they're making their money. It's all yeah. it's all based around self-validation. But the reason they're being hypocrites about it, not letting their kids on it, because they know how fucked up it yeah. can make well, people. That, that's not them being hypocrites. Right. That, that's them looking out for their family. Right. Okay. But but again, that's that. Well, I didn't know all that stuff. Like that is, it's mind blowing. Yeah. That if people don't pay attention to that stuff or even look for it or, or just randomly hear it. 
that's crazy. It's so. It's, just, it, it's something that you would think of like, okay, first of all, it's not something you come at thinking this is going to be addictive. If you're like a new parent yeah. or if you're like new to the social media game, like, oh, I'm going to get a Facebook page. You're not thinking. The last thing in your mind is this is something I need to be concerned with. This is something I need to watch myself on. You're just thinking, oh, I'm connecting and this and that. And it, But yeah, like it, it feeds on self-validation and, and, and self-affirmation of getting – having you know your life commented on and appreciated by other people, those simple acts – are addictive and those companies know it and um it's it's just crazy how it, it's just sad that we didn't think of it first you know but, the, but listening to people talk listening to podcasts and people talk or whatever and you hear all these things about uh like like jonathan hate again i'm gonna go back to this guy he's a brilliant he's a professor that's brilliant and reading his book and listening to him and more podcasts these things are amazing to just welcome my mind to because he explains how girls are the the evil they will affect your what your your personality or your they play mind games or whatever guys will beat you up you know punch you, yeah, fight you're, you. you're talking like specifically yeah, about children with the social media children. stuff where yeah here you go girls here's this giant platform where you can do whatever you want anonymously and whatever and just go in there and just ruin people's lives boom so he was talking about why not to give kids a phone or give them a phone but not let them on social media until they're at least 15 or 16 like and you can't myself, force parents yeah. to do that so no. you see all these seven-year-olds that are on there, and then you wonder why all this shit's happening from there, and then Ridiculous. everybody jumps right on social media when it's more parenting. It's crazy. I mean, I literally watched somebody go through the death of a loved one step by step from the time they were admitted to the hospital to the time they cremated them and spread their ashes. Social this media. person lived it out on yeah. Facebook, and it's like, how am I supposed to grieve with you if you're literally texting while – while they're pulling the plug and you're making but a Facebook But they, they probably post. don't even think they about it. They don't. That. It's yeah. like you're not even living your life. You're not even yep. in the moment right now. You're yep. losing a loved one and you're you're posting about it as it's happening. Or your child's being born and you've got a fucking phone up like this. Like, it's your fucking kid, dude. Put the phone down. Yeah. I mean, it's... I know it might be something amazing to record. I'm not, and I'm, and I'm not going to laugh at these people because, like I said, I nobody... In my mind, nobody is worse than myself when it, came, you know, when it comes to it. But, you know it, though. Yeah. You said that before it's, in the it, other it, podcast where you just... You, got, you, you can recognize... It. You've experienced it. You yeah. know it. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. What's so, well, up, Matt? Surprise, surprise. We've gotten <laughs> off topic yet again. We're supposed to be talking about white privilege. <laughs> we did. We did a we little co- bit. We covered I white mean, privilege pretty good. We jumped into privilege itself. Yeah. And that can be huge. Yeah. Right I mean, because there's only so, so much. You can, we obviously know what the stigma of white privilege is. Um, I think what's more important to talk about is, you know, not not how to solve it, but how to how to um, you know, approach the topic with somebody that would ever come and want to approach you with it. Because if, if you need to be prepared for that, you know, you need to be prepared, especially somebody like yourself who likes to share their opinions publicly. You always have to be on guard for somebody who's, who wants to challenge you and, you know, not, not necessarily to back you into a corner, but just to say, Hey, maybe there's somebody on the other side of the aisle who is just as interested in debate as you are. I got that guy that gave me the Whatever his opinion, my grandma and walked away. You know, I've gotten yeah. at a leadership dinner where we were out for, um, I don't remember what it was, alumni or something like that. And a lady came up and she said, I don't know if I told you this before, but she said, how do I know your name? And then I was saying, oh, I don't know. Is it from the bank or something else? Where do you work? And it's through SFS, my company. And no, no, no. You're the one that writes in the paper. Yeah, yeah. And then she says, 
oh, my husband loves what you write. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with what you write all the time, but it's good. I like yeah. that you do that. So it's like, okay, that was nice and calm and civil and professional yeah. of you to be That's like that. That's how conversations like, are supposed to go. Dickhead and then just leave She the disagrees and yeah. she's allowed to. That's right. And she says, hey, I like that you're doing it. That's great. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with what you're saying. Yeah. But then she should be writing her own stuff then. Right. That's the whole idea of this. Right. And that's why the last article that I wrote, there was two ladies that wrote in and one said, whoever's article so-and-so shouldn't write in this paper stuff like that shouldn't even be in here and then my response back to that was bullshit you know didn't say bullshit but (laughs) every article should be in this section of the paper it's the opinion section of the paper that's how we learn things that's how we keep discussions and on that i congratulated the post for keeping these discussions alive and going it might only be once a month or whenever people can read them or write in or whatever but thank you thank you thank you because it's an open forum for that it's funny that the people that the people that are so supposedly anti-fascist are the first people to want somebody canceled for saying something they don't yeah. like it's like come on man the two don't you, you're gonna have to play one side or the other here if, right. if you're not about and, fascism you shouldn't be about telling people to shut the hell up that you don't like right and here we go again with stereotyping or grouping people together or whatnot because yeah. i can do it on that sense if you want me to because normally the ones that do that 99 percent of the time in my experience have been liberal leaning or people that only listen to one thing and that's how their life is and then they want to tell me Whatever their opinion is with the cop out. Like the nice you thing said. about liberals, so, though, is they're not, they don't exclusively try to kill and cancel Republicans. I mean, they do it to themselves just as much, you know. Yeah, but when did that happen? Right. I mean, weren't we all supposed to, like, it's, love and get along According with each to other? this guy in the book that I'm reading, it's their religion, man. Like, in the 90s or in the early 2000s. Legit. They have stats on yeah. this. He had charts and graphs it's, and shit that I don't it's, have. It's but. the one upsmanship, you know, it's, that's just, like I said, that's, that's, it's the progressive religion right now. I mean, what, what, it's what cancel culture. Whatever happened to the, the old hippy dippy stuff of let's all get along and love each other and accept no. everyone? No, man, it's fucking it's bury your fucking enemies right now. Step on their throats and bury them. And I think that it's people want to win. I more think people, than people like, and, and even to... though we like to converse, we need to have that same mindset that that when it comes down to it, it is going to be, you know, it could come down to type of like you know boots on the ground, get ready to defeat your opponent in a debate because. You know, the time is coming to where, you know, these conversations are, you know, even though they seem, you know, they're they're fun to do, um, the topics could, are, could lead to some dire consequence down the line where people are going to have to take a stand one way or the other. And I well, think, what do you mean? I mean, I just feel like um, the, the, the period of time, I, I think like in the future, when you're talking about um, trying to apply for jobs or trying to get into universities or um you know, trying to interact with society, you're going to be required to pass some sort of social uh, test, in a sense, to where if you hold certain beliefs, you're not going to be welcome at certain places, companies. This, I mean, if you try to get a job at Google right now, if you're going to tell the your person interviewing at Google that there are two genders, you're not getting a job at Google. I mean, let, well, so, that's why if you go into that interview, that's certain things like that where you need to keep it to yourself. Yeah, just like exactly. being in college. So if you let it out there, then you're, yeah, you're probably that, not going to get the job. And that's just right now. I think that you're getting, you're going to get that. That's the, the the time is coming to where people are maybe even my kids or my grandkids' time where they're going to have to take a stand, and that's going to depend on whatever they believe. Uh, you know, how far they go in life, how much money they're allowed to make, based on what they're. You know, people that are outwardly racist and bigoted, you know, fuck them, but. You know, they should be allowed to earn a living. Those people, you're not going to be able to earn a living anymore if you have possibly conservative or Christian viewpoints. I mean, there, there's a. You've already the, seen the, conservatives the, the, listen, be extra taxed. The, the, the Huffington over, Post of yeah. all places is doing a study right now on 
the value of Christian education. And that's like, to, to me, that's like me doing a study on the value of, you know, uh, post-game ice baths to LeBron James. Like, what do I have to do? What do I know about that type of stuff? And here you're going to have some, you know, uh, condescending person who already thinks that, you know, what we believe is a joke. And they're going to be in charge of doing a study on the value of Christian education. And so, you know, when, when you're when you see stuff like that, you know, it's like, you know where we're going. You know where we're going. We, when, when we're the villain before the story's even written. I mean, it's just, and I know I sound like, oh, I'm, you know, white male Christian. I'm so persecuted. No, I'm not. I, I suffer no persecution right now. But I can, I can be smart enough to try to forecast where we're going. Well, have, can, aren't there laws in place to keep employers, especially, from uh, doing stuff? Of course, like that? yeah. But, 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 right. But who's going to decide those laws in the future? You know, Supreme Courts and stuff like that. That's why, you know, generally where I, I can split, you know, on social issues. Um, you know, first of all, I don't see, you know, people say, oh, it's such a huge thing. That we have a conservative Supreme Court. Well, you, you see the bills that are getting passed right now that just got passed, you know, regarding abortion. New York, yeah, know. it's like, I mean, having a, Supreme, a conservative Supreme Court isn't, it, it does not guarantee conservative social policy. Just like, you know, a liberal one wouldn't do the same for that liberal policy. And just like we made it through Obama and we're not all dead yeah. and liberaled out. <clears throat> like, that's not how but, this works. But, but you're going to see, I mean, taking a stand one way or the other. It's going to be necessary down the road. Probably not. Probably not in our lifetime. We've we're already at the point we're established enough to where we're not going to suffer for what we believe. But you know, for for our kids and, and our and our grandkids, I mean, I I fear for I, I fear for 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 the world they're going to have to live in. I really do because, um, you know, I just think I think I think free thought, free. You know, we're always going to say we have free thought, but the problem is, is all of a sudden there's going to be good free thought. Good free thought and bad free thought. Yeah, but who who gets to make that decision? That's you're gonna find. You're gonna find out. You will find out if you live long enough. You'll find out. You know, somebody they, they're they're already making the decisions. You know, there are people are already de- determining like what was just determined. Well, what was just determined over the weekend was if you wore blackface forty years ago, you're a racist and you can't be a governor. Okay, de- regardless of what you've done since then and how you serve since then, that's something we've just learned. Okay, we've learned that you cannot smile at a Native American man if you're a white. Okay, that that's something else we've. I don't even know if you're familiar with these stories. I heard about it a little bit on some podcasts. But 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 those are things that we. And even if even if you know the story turned out to be these white kids provoked this Native American man, which we have to remember, we don't know the stories. Yeah, Yeah, no, no, stop. Like we don't know the story. Well, because whoever reported, we know a lot. We know a lot has their own bias. A lot more of the story came out later, though. Everyone did their initial freak out. We know a lot more about the story. We know almost all about it. But just like every, but regardless, even if the kid was totally wrong, you know, he's a freaking. He's a kid, sixteen. I mean, you know, but so. There's already there are already lines being drawn on the sand, and you know, as somebody not not to say anything negative about you, Matt, because I admire you more than anybody, almost more than anybody I know, but you know, as somebody who doesn't really engage with you know television and the news and social media that much, you know, I think you're missing a lot of the underbelly of what's going on. I think you're getting, I think you're incredibly intelligent. You're getting a lot of amazing knowledge that I don't have from you know, podcasts and things like that, you know, learning, really digging into topics that interest you. But I don't know if you're seeing, if you're not in Twitter and you're not in deep in the social media stuff, I don't think you're seeing like 
how nasty it really is and how quickly you would be chewed up and spit out for saying the things that you've some of the things he is on facebook though and he sees it every once in a while facebook it's not like twitter facebook is you have to understand the daycare i haven't been on facebook in months facebook is daycare compared to twitter unless somebody tags your name on something or whatever when you when you get back on you're not going to see even even when that happens i don't pay attention i have all those notifications turned off in that sense i'm still missing on twitter because all i do that for is the sports and the 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 commentators and the people that i listen to because i don't want to fucking see all i am i'm telling you right now if anybody cared enough about what we had to say on there which thankfully, like you know, for the, unless you're like I said, unless you're a verified account with tens of thousands of followers, your opinion doesn't matter. But if our opinion did matter, we we even for as much as we've tried to, I think, be open minded right. and be honest with how we feel, we would still be shredded. There right. is we would be shredded, and that's just how it, that's just. Like I follow That's Baker because I love the Browns. I follow all mm-hmm. the sports guys that I talk to on the radio through Twitter or yeah. on the radio. I follow LeBron because I like to see some of the bullshit that he puts up yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. because some of it I'm like, did you think about that before you posted it or before you said it on your TV show or are you just being fucking LeBron again? And I like to watch that because <laughs> nobody liked LeBron, man. No, but it just it just it helps me to write yeah. this stuff. It helps me to have discussions with people like some people don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm like you just got to look for it. You got to live your life again. There, there, that is yeah. again. You just gotta experience stuff, but you've also got to put your feelers out there so that you know what you're getting. You know, you got to reach every little thing at some point to have that mindset. If you want to live in your box, then you're going to be the guy that says "fucking go Hillary" and "fuck Trump" and leave me alone. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, but I don't think that I need to be on any kind of social media to understand how i feel about these things and what's no, going on because like what i've learned from listening to a bunch of news things and reading a bunch of uh alternative media articles and those kind of things like in the past i've kind of gotten away from a lot of that whereas i get most of my news now on podcasts like like jake you and i have talked Just about talked on, on our it, last yeah. podcast yep. uh, it's like i i'm i'm a very very private person and it took a lot of talking and thinking and courage on my own part to decide to have the podcast because I knew I would have to reveal so much of myself if I wanted it to be authentic and I don't, I don't want it to be fake I don't want it to play a personality and just come on and do things different I, I had to decide to to be myself and it was a very tough decision I know that you Andrew and I had talked a lot about yeah. when I was talking about actually launching the podcast and it was it was something that I was afraid of because I mean let, let's be real honest. There's a bunch of people that I don't tell that I have a podcast because especially at work because if my boss were to listen mm-hmm. to my podcast, I'd probably get fired. Same here I because because I have a lot of my own opinions and I'm not afraid to talk about them. And I, I just I had to be okay with putting that out there because I know that once it's out in on the internet, it's just, essentially it's there forever. I mean, even if I take it down and I get rid of it, there's still ways to pull it up. I mean, it, it's still there, you know. So. So I, I knew that it was it was a big gamble for myself, and especially I had to realize that I had to put myself out. I had to be real, but I'm I'm okay with that. But I don't think that I'm missing out on society by not reading no, I, some news story that I know is slanted in a, in, a, in its own bias towards what people want to talk about. It's like it's it's not real news. No, no, no. What, yeah, um, you're not missing out. Twitter is not going to one like form, shape what you believe. Two, it's really not a, a place to go for knowledge what it is going to do though what it is beneficial it is a great litmus test to see 
what how you think and what you already think, how that those thoughts are, how they mesh with at least the rest of the world according to Twitter. Okay? It's in, to, at least to me, to me, to you, that might not be important. It might not be important how your beliefs are perceived by the public. For me, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's some sort of you know subconscious need for validation or something, possibly. But I like to I like to see. I like to test where my, where my thoughts, how they uh, sync up with uh, the common narrative. And more often than not, they're obviously against the grain. And to me, that's you know that's fine. Um, I. Uh, I I think the worst thing I could possibly wish on myself would be to be somebody who uh, got on Twitter to have you know a million yes men you know agree with and, and and worship everything I said on there. I'm sure that would be fun for a while, but you know after a while, um, it's a hollow it's old, though. Yeah, it's a it, hollow yeah, existence. Exactly, it means so, nothing. You know, typically on there, I'm uh, for everything I see that I agree with. You know, I follow a lot of people I don't agree with also, and I think that's if you're going to be on Twitter and you're only if you're going to be on Twitter and only going to follow Republicans or only going to follow Democrats, then yeah, you're, you you're are boxing your walls, wasting right there. your yeah. absolute time. And I've done that before. Like I log into debate with somebody. One of the first things I check up is I go to their profile. I go to their list of who they're following and I'll just scroll down it and I'm going to see how many how many different voices are you getting shouting at you every day. And most often it's, you know, ninety nine to 100 percent people that agree with everything they agree with and it's like well maddox i mean once 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 you're down once you're in that chamber there's no getting out yeah it's, it's all just the you confirmation know, you bias are you point. are who you yeah you know that's that's who you are apparently and i'm i'm a lot less likely to, to debate somebody like that see i i don't know about you guys how you feel on this or not but i feel like everything happens for a reason in my life experience in my 32 years on this earth this is what i've felt every time i run into something i'm like oh yeah well, okay like I feel like I'm at a job where I can do this stuff. I can open myself up because I'm not, I'm a machinist once by trade with my certificates and everything, all that. Like, but I'm also in another position now. If I get fired from my job for whatever reason, because of a podcast, I can go find another job. I'm financially set because my wife's amazing. And she did things for us that just put us where not most people are. And I can openly talk about this. Also in the back of my mind, it's a Swiss company. They do things like I think about with a lot of common sense, not a lot of American bullshit like we do now, where, you know, every little thing you can say can get you fired. I feel like I'm open and ready to do this and take this on. This is why I put myself out there. I throw my opinions out there. You know, like I, I'm ready for it. Yeah. And I feel like, oh, this is what I need to do. You know, like this is just it. You said before, it's not what you need to do. It's what you want to do. I want to do this stuff. Yeah. Damn it. Let's do it. Well, so, that's, that's what we're doing. Yeah, I love it. So glad. Well, I'll tell you what. I think this is a great point to to wrap up this conversation. I think we've wait a minute. What about Super? Bowl? I thought we were going to do about an hour of Super Bowl predictions. I didn't even know the Super Bowl was. Rams happening. are going to win <laughs> until defense, you guys defense, said something. Defense wins. Yeah, I literally didn't even know there was a Super Bowl. That's today. why I said that, so you can make a fool out of yourself. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Brady is great, but the Rams are going to beat him. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> I need to tell you a little something about a man named Thomas Q. Brady. <laughs> is it Q? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be W after the tonight. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, Matt, I mean, continue. I, I greatly appreciate you guys both coming on. This is a lot of good stuff. I, I, had I definitely had a blast. Yeah. And I think there's probably at least three or four different podcasts. I feel like this was like the too. first chapter of a book that's 
that's yet to be written. So, yeah, yeah, I think I'm there's definitely uh, more to come from the three of us. That's certainly for sure. You call us, <laughs> and luckily, man, you let us know. And luckily, there's a spot where we can have another person on. We Ooh. can, we can uh, have, <laughs> add an, a, a fourth person. Yeah, get somebody. Uh, <laughs> so I'd we, love to get somebody that is open to... You Again, know, somebody that you're comfortable with. One of my strengths that I found out through leadership is I'm a woo. I win others over. I go out there and I do better in a group. I will go fishing with myself to find somebody that wants to be on here that might disagree with us left and right so that we can sit and have discussions for real. I, yeah, I mean, I would, I would love that. About fucking time. <laughs> well, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on. I greatly appreciate it. Is there anybody you want to shout out or talk about social media you want them to follow trying, or anything like that? Trying or? to get citizens together up and going. I want any ideas from anybody that might jump on Facebook or that's got anything to help me out. I, I just want more ideas on how I can get this thing going. And if it helps with you or you can help or we can do things together, any of this stuff to help create it and get it going. Yeah, and again, anything you need from, from me, We need to know, start we'll being Americans and use our American privilege and stop looking at each other and just trying to be so fucking divisive. And just, let's just get along. Let's do this. We mm, can do this. You just said American privilege, and now I want to go another two hours. <laughs> I know, <it's> another <laughs> podcast. Now I want to go two hours. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, I just want to say, if you're, if you guys, if whoever's out there listening to this, man, I really appreciate you guys for uh, anybody out there giving giving us uh you know some your time so you can hear us out i mean that just means a lot to me um and uh i think baker mayfield should have won offensive rookie of the year and um the fact that he didn't uh it's uh i mean you want to talk about you want to talk about white privilege i mean baker mayfield that's a white guy and uh he lost to a guy who is not white so <laughs> I like the mind. I'm just going to take back everything I said over the last hour or Those so. Bastards. And I'm going to say Bullshit. Baker, Baker, I'm okay. I'm riding with you, baby. All right. I'm your ally. I'm a Baker ally. I like it. Well, check out Andrew on Twitter now that he's not on there anymore. <laughs> and uh, he'll take good care of you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. We'll see you guys next time. All right. Well, that wraps up another great episode. I am so glad we finally got those two in the same room to do a podcast together. That was a load of fun. We definitely didn't solve the world's problems, but hey, that's not what we're here for. We're here to just have a good conversation, have a good time, and hopefully uh, you guys enjoy listening to it. So we have uh, decided to stay on these kind of same topics, topics that people don't really want to talk about, and we're going to do some more episodes in the future we're going to call it a uh, special segment here on the show we're going to call it american honesty and it's a project that jake had started a few years ago with this kind of premise to be able to talk and have these tough conversations with different kinds of people who have different opinions and and again not try to change anyone's mind or anything else just simply have the conversation and get things out there so what we're going to try to do is get some different guests on the podcast who may disagree with what we're talking about and just again have these kind of tough conversations about these uh, big topics that most people just don't want to talk about so at, as always thank you so much for listening uh really means the world to me but we please uh I still need your help. Let's let's get this show out to some new people. So please go out there to Podbean, iTunes, and Stitcher. Leave the show some five-star reviews. Let's share it around. Let's tell your friends. Let's let's get more and more people listening. Because 
I mean, the more people we can get listening, the more fun we can probably have. And we'll all just enjoy these together. And hopefully we'll cover some new and fun topics as well. But that's all we have for today. So everyone, let's just go out there. Let's have some tough conversations. Let's have a good time. Let's not try to upset anybody. Let's no, no name calling, any of that kind of crazy stuff. Just simply see where other people stand and see what they believe. Because you know what? It might challenge your beliefs and make you want to change the way you're thinking. It may not, but it just might. And we'll only ever know if we start to have these tough conversations. And we will see you guys next time on Uncensored Humanity.